Welcome to the Smart Startup English Podcast, episode 20. I'm Mickey, I'm your host, and in this episode, we're taking a closer look at the European Digital City Index. This index is the result of a study investigating how well different European cities support digital entrepreneurs. The study was produced by Nesta, a UK-based organization, as part of the European Digital Forum. We'll link to the website in the show notes at smartstartupenglish.com. So what was the study about? As I said, the index provides startup founders with information about the strengths and weaknesses of different cities. The study analyzed how 60 European cities scored on a list of 10 themes. It's a lot of information to cover, so today we'll only talk about two of these themes business environment, and a culture of entrepreneurship. But first, let me ask you this question. In your opinion, what European city do you think scored the highest in terms of a good business environment for startups? Was it Berlin in Germany, Aarhus in Denmark, or was it Oxford in the UK? Okay, let's have a look at the first theme, good business environment. What does this mean for startups? The European Digital City Index analyzed factors such as ease of doing business, the cost associated with doing business, the cost of office space, and the availability of shared working spaces, also known as co-working spaces. Here are the top three cities in Europe in terms of business environment for startups. Number one, and the answer to the question, is Aarhus in Denmark. Number two is Copenhagen, also in Denmark. And number three is Cardiff in Wales. So let's go back to the first theme, good business environment. Obviously, when a startup goes past the idea stage, it needs to become a legal business entity. That means it needs to be registered as a new company, then deal with administration issues such as tax burden, employment laws, social security, and so on, depending on the country. This admin burden can be very high. The more time you spend dealing with admin, the less time you spend connecting with customers and selling your product. We used the word burden twice to refer to taxes and to refer to administration. In business English, it refers to a responsibility that is difficult or unpleasant and that you have to deal with or you have to worry about. We can talk about a heavy burden or we can talk about a light burden. Studies show that light burdens are associated with the creation of more startups, while heavy burdens act as a disincentive for entrepreneurs. A disincentive, one word, is the opposite of incentive, a word we learned in episode 10. So an incentive means a motivation to do something. So naturally, a disincentive is a motivation not to do something. Sometimes you are even discouraged from doing it. So uh, just to give you an example, bureaucracy may act as a disincentive when it comes to starting your own company. Here's one initiative to attract startups implemented in the UK. It's called the Tech Sandbox. Let's explain this. What does sandbox mean? 
In general, sandbox obviously refers to a box full of sand, the type that children play in. But if you're familiar with software development, you probably already know that sandbox refers to a testing environment. In business English, the term means the same thing. A sandbox is an environment where you're allowed to try new ideas and experiment without the constraints of regulations. Obviously, you can't do something illegal or something that's dangerous, but you can experiment with different problems and different solutions. The sandbox environment provides members with a safe space in which startups can test new products, new services, or business models while making sure that consumers are also protected. Companies that innovate don't suffer the immediate consequences of regulations, so there aren't as many constraints to innovation. Constraint means limitation. So you can talk about financial constraints or you can talk about time constraints. Alright, let's go back to the European Digital City Index. Another factor that they measured is how strong the entrepreneurship culture is in a particular city. What does this mean? Well, they took into consideration things such as a willingness to take risks, multicultural diversity, the density of new businesses, and how entrepreneurs are perceived in society. Let's break this down, meaning let's look at every element separately. Let's break down this definition. According to the index, cultural norms play an important role in whether entrepreneurship is considered a viable and worthwhile option. If something is viable, that means it's doable, it can be done, and it's likely to succeed. We can talk about a viable idea. We can also talk about a viable business, or a viable plan, or a viable solution. We've also mentioned the word worthwhile. If something is worthwhile, that means it's important enough to be worth the effort, the time, or the money. Attitudes towards entrepreneurship are different in different countries, according to the report. In some startup hubs, such as Paris and Berlin, entrepreneurs are seen as cool, while in other countries, especially in the south of Europe, entrepreneurship still has a negative connotation. Sometimes it's even seen as a second-class option for people unable to find a secure career. Another element that the study looked at is the willingness to take risks, also called risk appetite. It refers to how much risk a startup founder will take to achieve their business goals. One initiative that promotes risk-taking is Enterprise Lithuania. This is a public organization whose activities include providing access to mentoring, training, and networking to second-chance entrepreneurs. Let's look at this expression, second-chance entrepreneurs. That is, entrepreneurs who have failed but want to try again. This initiative wants to encourage people to take more risks and to try to open a business. That's it for this episode. Before we move on to your speaking task, let's review the vocabulary we've learned so far. We talked about burden, which refers to a situation or a responsibility that is difficult or unpleasant and that you have to deal with or you have to worry about. 
This incentive refers to the motivation not to do something. A sandbox is an environment where you are allowed to try new ideas and experiment without constraints. Constraints refers to limitations or to something that controls what you can do by keeping you within particular limits. We also learned a new meaning for the phrasal verb to break down. We used it to refer to separating something into smaller parts in order to analyze it step by step. If something is viable, that means it's doable, it can be done, and it's likely to succeed. We can use viable to refer to an idea, a business, a plan, a solution, or an option. If something is worthwhile, that means it's useful or important enough to be worth the effort. Risk appetite refers to a willingness to take risks. And we also use the expression second chance entrepreneurs to refer to entrepreneurs who have failed but want to try again. Here's my speaking practice question for this episode. Based on these two factors, a good business environment and a good entrepreneurship culture, is there any city in your own country that deserves to be on the list? If you want to see the list, we'll link to it in the show notes at smartstartupenglish.com. Just search for episode 20. That's it for this episode of Smart Startup English. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, go to smartstartupenglish.com and sign up for our newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get free access to transcripts and worksheets based on every episode, and you'll be the first to know when we release new episodes. You can find us on Instagram, at smart.startupenglish. We're also on Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. Just search for Smart Startup English and you'll find us.